Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn Miles is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of Autumn Miles Ministries and the author of Appointed and I Am Rahab. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God, coupled with raw faith. Now, here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hello, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you doing out there today? It is a great day. No matter what you are going through today, let me tell you something. You woke up today, and that is something to celebrate today. Praise the Lord that you are here, that you are breathing, that God has breathed life into your body. Praise the name of the Lord. I uh, can't wait to get into our text today. I, uh, you know, have something for you that I just believe the Lord has laid on my heart in the last couple of weeks. Before we do that, I want to get to some announcements here. We are hearing from you guys, and it's just so great to hear from you. Let me just tell you, when I get an email slash message or whatever on my social media or in my inbox, I I just, I love it. You know, we don't do this for our health. (laughs) We do this to minister to you. Uh, God has given... um, Everyone that works on this show, just a calling on our life. And um, we believe that this is one of the callings of our life. So when we are preparing these shows for you, it is because we believe uh, that God gives us messages um, through his word that have to get out. That will meet somebody's need. You know, your message meets a need. Sometimes we don't speak up. Sometimes we don't um, share what God has laid on our hearts. But who are we that we should hide our light in this world? Man, our world needs it. So the Autumn Mile Show uh, prepares uh, every single one of these uh, to to hopefully meet a spiritual need in you, an encouraging word, um, you know, a little piece of wisdom by the grace of God, um, you know, just someone to be in your corner, someone to affirm what maybe God is already telling you. Um, that's what we're about. So I love to hear from you guys. And um, we are so incredibly active on our social media. I do Instagram, Autumn Miles. That is a little my personal world. I I, 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 I do keep it pretty separate because um, on Facebook is where we do a lot of spiritual stuff. We do videos. We just released a YouTube series called Let There Be Light. And it's so funny because we were planning this YouTube series and all of a sudden, all these other ministries are doing Let There Be Light songs, Let There Be Light sermons. Let there be light. And here, you know, it's so funny. God, when his spirit speaks to his people and they catch the vision of it, man, um, the same message goes out to many different um in many different avenues and many different ways. But anyway, we did uh, a series called Let There Be Light. I encourage you to go on YouTube and watch it. I believe that God really gave me some fresh insight to Genesis 1 
and how it applies to us personally, how it can change us personally. So I invite you to go on Instagram for my personal side to see my four amazing children and my husband. And, you know, what do we do? They have those Instagram, um, like Snapchat, that Snapchat side of Instagram now. And uh, Insta Stories, I think it's called. And I've been doing a lot of those, which those are pretty fun because it's it's really fun when you catch someone doing something funny in your family and you can post it and people are like, oh, that's so great. Uh, but my personal side is on Instagram. YouTube has a lot of, of really the radio content. So if you're ever not in a place where you can catch a show, because I understand that, um, you know, not everyone lives in DFW. We have followers all over the world. Um, you know, you can go on YouTube. YouTube and watch the show. You also can listen to our podcast, which we have uh, launched freshly. And we're really excited about that. We didn't do much with the podcast. And then we realized how many people downloaded the few that we had on there. And we were like, oh, my goodness gracious, we need to get better in this area. So uh, you can look it up on iTunes. Autumn Miles podcast is up there, but also on Facebook. I just encourage you to follow along there. Um, it's very, very active. I post stuff every single day um, because we have we, there's such an awesome community of believers and non-believers that follow along, that interact with each other, that interact with me. If you ever have a question, I encourage you to go there. So um, I love to hear from you. I think communication in, in a world that we live in now, we there's no reason not to communicate. If you like something, if you hate something, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Okay. Um, anyway, let's get to it today. Enough of the commercial. Praise. Praise, praise, praise. I've kind of been obsessed with this my this this thought of praise lately. I um, am really drawn to praise lately. I think so often in our lives when we are uh, when the world comes against us, and even internally when we. <laughs> rise against ourselves and we have this internal sort of conversation with who we are and who we think we are and maybe we're not good enough or um, whatever it is internally but when we face obstacles externally it gets us down in the world that we live in today, depression is everywhere. You know, it's really hard for me not to talk to a person that hasn't struggled with or is currently struggling with uh, a season of depression. It's 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 not often these days that you meet someone that is completely and utterly filled with the joy of the Lord. And I have been noticing this day in and day out on on all the different channels that God has given me to minister. There is a lack of praise. We have substituted praise for complaints. We have substituted um, uh, uh, what we should be praising in, which the the great the greats of the Bible always praised during persecution. The greats of the Bible always praised, um, even though they didn't see the fulfillment of the promise yet. The greats of the Bible they weren't perfect, but they knew how to praise. 
And I am, I believe that in our culture that we are facing today with all of these things, you know, everyone is so divided. We, we live in a divided nation, um, but I believe very, very strategically for believers, if we interject praise rather than complaints, it will do something to our spirit that maybe can help the division. Praise. Praise precedes victory. Praise breaks bondage. Praise. Yesterday I was I was looking up Nehemiah and I'm not going to go to that text. I have a, I have several other ones to go to, but um, the joy of the Lord is our strength is something that that was on my heart all day yesterday. And and let me just tell you, um, even if you've heard these verses before, I want to re-engage your mind with this. Don't get caught up in the, I've been there, done that. I did that in Sunday school 20 years ago. Um, I, I learned that on a flannel graph. I want you to engage with what I'm saying because when when that was spoken, to the Jews in Jerusalem in Nehemiah 8. The joy of the Lord is your strength. You have to understand where the Jews had been. Their wall had been completely uh, uh, torn down. It had been destroyed. Nehemiah comes in. And, and he says, we've got to rebuild this wall. So he assembles a bunch of Jews, but in assembling um, them to, to rebuild the wall, they faced complete and utter uh, humiliation, fear that someone was going to hurt them, kill them. Nehemiah himself faced the threat of death. His friends were laughing at him. His friends were, uh, and the people that he knew were going behind his back and they were um, trying to get him to fail in one way or another. But in Nehemiah 8, the wall had been rebuilt. And the people that, 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 that was told to the joy of the Lord is your strength knew the threat of death. They knew the threat of destruction. They knew they, they, they understood what could have happened to them. And yet God allowed them to succeed. And here they call Ezra in Nehemiah eight to stand up and they, they ask him to read the law of Moses. And so he's, he's, he's reading and, 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 uh, and all the people gathered start crying. And I, I don't really know why only God knows why, why they started crying. Maybe it was because of the success that they have experienced and they were grateful. Maybe it was because of the law. I'm not quite sure, but they were silenced and they said, Joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. What do we look to to strengthen us? Is it, is it joy that, that, that comes from the praise and worship of the Most High? Is it, is it joy um, that, that, that we sow into that comes out of us, the joy literally becomes strength to us, the joy of the Lord. And the joy of the Lord is not possible without the praise of the Lord.
We, we can get joy and we can uh, receive joy and we can have joy deposited in us, the joy of the Lord by praising the Lord. You cannot stand and praise the Lord without feeling some, if you're a believer, without feeling some sort of joy. Praise in, is contingent, uh, uh, joy is contingent on praise and the joy of the Lord will be your strength. In today's society, we are looking for strength in places that will not satisfy, that we think will bring strength that won't. In a promotion, in a marriage, in a relationship, even in our children, we, we look for strength there. We look for strength in like a, a really fancy saying that we see on Instagram. We look for strength from anywhere other than what will actually bring us strength. The joy of the Lord is what brings us strength because the joy of the Lord is something that in the midst of any situation, it cannot be taken away. It cannot be subtracted from us unless we let it. Now, a job we can lose. Our children, they can go crazy and you can have a super bad day and you can be in your bathroom crying because your kids aren't going to listen to you. Your husband, that, that marriage um, could go through hard times, I, I, God forbid, but, but it absolutely happens on a daily basis. Um, the things that we look for strength in do not bring us joy because they can be taken away. Joy is is only subtracted from your spirit if you let it. And praise brings joy. I want to I want to turn and and um and and just see the power of praise. Here we see Jehoshaphat. I've talked on this passage so many times, so many times. But I can't get past this battle of Jehoshaphat. Here it says in Second uh, Chronicles 20, now it came about after this that the sons of Moab, the sons of Ammon, together with some of the Munites came to make war against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and reported to Jehoshaphat saying, a great multitude is coming against you beyond the sea out of Aram. Jehoshaphat was afraid and turned his attention to seek the Lord and proclaimed fast throughout Judah. So Judah gathered together to seek help from the Lord. They even came from all the cities of Judah to seek the Lord. And then Jehoshaphat prayed. This is one of those gangster prayers. One of those prayers that heaven heard. One of those prayers that brought down the house. One of those prayers from a man that literally did not have any other option but for God to intervene. And maybe that's where you are today. You you do not have any other option. There is a great multitude that is facing you. You, you. you may be even saying, you're talking about joy, you're talking about praise. All I'm trying to do is survive. Well, guess what? You and Jehoshaphat have a lot in common. Because if God didn't intervene in this passage, he would have been slaughtered not only only him, but every single person that came uh, uh, and fasted and and fell on their faces before the Lord in this instant. It was a certain death sentence. And I love this line of his prayer. Oh God, will you not judge them? 
For we are powerless before this great multitude who are coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Okay, if that's you, you're listening today. Yes, I am overwhelmed. I cannot uh, fix this situation on my own. I've cried out to God, Autumn, multiple, multiple times, and I just, I don't seem to hear anything. Well, maybe this is what God is asking you to do. Then in the midst of the assemble, the spirit of the Lord came upon Jaziel the son of Zechariah. And he said, listen, listen, all Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, don't fear, don't be dismayed because of this great multitude for the battle is not yours, but God tomorrow go down against them. Behold, they will come up and you will find them at the end of the valley in front of the wilderness. You need not fight in this battle. Just station yourself. Stand and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. Don't fear. Don't be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out to face them for the Lord is with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head and face to the ground and all of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. So here, um, he is, he's, he's Jehoshaphat and everyone has this basic death sentence. He cries out to the Lord. The prophet stands up and he says, listen, God's going to fight for you. Uh, but this is what they do. They rose early in the morning and went out to the wilderness of Tekoa. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, listen to me, O Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, put your trust in the Lord, your God, and you will be established. Put your trust in his prophets and succeed. When he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who sang to the Lord and those who praised him in holy attire. As they went out before the army and he said, give thanks to the Lord for his loving kindness is everlasting. Listen, 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 listen. When they began singing and praising, when they began singing and praising when they began singing and praising when they began singing and praising the Lord set ambushes against the sons of Ammon Moab and Mount Seir who had come against Judah so they were rooted for the sons of Ammon and Moab rose up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir destroying them completely Praise, praise one snatched victory, certain defeat they were facing and praise is what activated the supernatural to silence the threat. Praise. They didn't pick up one weapon. They didn't have one extra like on Instagram and didn't talk about their relationship status at all. They didn't have name brand clothing to speak of, but they had something that couldn't be taken away. Praise. 
And I wonder today if you're staring uh, at something, certain defeat has come to you and you just know uh, uh, it's not going to be long and you are going to be completely finished and uh, you don't know what to do and you've cried out to God and you, you can't hear him and you can't sense him and you don't understand why this threat is against you. Let me just say, try praising him. Because praise in that instant won. Praise. Praise the Lord, oh my soul. It tells us in Psalm, which I, I, I love this. Psalm 147, praise the Lord for it is good to sing praises to our God for it is pleasant and praise is becoming. You ever met someone um, that was unbecoming just literally by how they talk? Praise is becoming. Complaining and grumbling and doubting is unbecoming. It's not becoming. No one wants to hang around you if you do that. But if you can praise in the midst of the certain defeat, it does something not only to your countenance, but to your circumstances. It will change you. And God will be pleased by that. I want to go to Acts 16 as well. And here we have Paul and Silas. And it says, a woman named Lydia from the city of Thyatira, a seller of purple fabric, a worshiper of God, was listening. And the Lord opened her heart to respond to the things spoken by Paul. And when she and her household had been baptized, she urged us saying, if you've judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come in my house and stay. And she prevailed upon us. It happened. That as we were going to the place of prayer, a slave girl having a spirit of divination met us, who was bringing her masters much profit by fortune-telling. Following after Paul and us, she kept crying out, saying, These men are bondservants of the Most High, who are proclaiming you to you the way of salvation. Um, she continued doing this for many days, but Paul was greatly annoyed. I just want to point out for one second, evil, un evil recognizes holiness. Uh, sometimes us that are that, you know, are trying to walk with God, um, we, we're, we're not listening. But evil, this woman was clearly had a evil spirit in her. Um, and even she was saying these men are bond servants of the most high who are proclaiming to you the way of salvation. Even she saw um, who they were and what they were doing. Evil recognizes when you are working for the Lord and what you are doing. She clearly said, um, you know, these these guys. Hey, they're the real deal. And P.S. By the way, they're telling you about salvation. I think that's so interesting. But she continued doing this for many days. Paul was greatly annoyed and turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus to come out. And it came out that very moment. But when our master saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before authorities. When they had brought them to the chief magistrates, they said, these men are throwing our city into confusion, being Jews, and are proclaiming customs, which is not lawful for us to accept or observe being Romans. The crowd rose up against them, and the chief magistrates tore their robes off of them, and they proceeded to order them to be beaten with rods. When they had struck them with many blows, they threw them in prison. Now, I want to just um, tell you one thing. Super quick. They freed the, the girl, but by them doing the work of the Lord, it put them in bondage. <laughs> so here they are in prison. 
Having received such a command, they were thrown into the inner prison and fastened their feet in stocks. But about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there came about a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison house were shaken. And immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were unfastened. Let me tell you about this. Praise brings victory like we saw in Jehoshaphat. But in this instance, praise brought freedom. And I want to talk to you. It says right here, um, and having received such a command, they threw them into the inner prison. Now, the inner prison is where torture took place. The inner prison um, in a Roman prison was where they literally were tortured to death. And I just want to talk to you for one second about your inner prison. Are you being tortured in your mind on a regular basis? Are you being tortured that you're not good enough? You can't achieve. You can't do this. God isn't for you. Everyone else is succeeding but you. I've been single for 40 years. God, where are you in my situation? That inner prison, if you turn that mental state into praise, something amazing can happen. Because Paul and Silas did not give up on praise, even though they were being tortured. They praised. And about midnight. As they were praying and singing hymns of praise to God, the prisoners were listening and suddenly there came a great earthquake and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were unfastened. If you're dealing with an inner prison today, try praising, praising even if you don't feel like it, praising even if you don't see anything happening on your behalf, praise anyway, and it will change you, which will bring joy to your situation, which will be your strength to sustain. Try praise. You've tried everything else. Try praise and see what God will do with you. Love you guys. I'll see you next time right here on the Autumn Mile Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn Miles' book, Appointed. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word 100.7 FM.